0: If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family as always, big up and thank you for joining. On the podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means head. Now pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know, Mr. Fist's slogan. We never rest in the middle. We always rest in the end. Three impact secret value points. Value point number one. The ambition to push forward. The ambition to push forward. Value point number two. Telling yourself the why you got started And the last and finally, value point number three Embracing distractions Embracing distractions Today's episode is entitled The Small Cracks of Life Setbacks of Life The Small Cracks of Life The Setbacks of Life Let's jump into today's show Family, you know, I have and you have probably experienced many setbacks. And if you look at it, these setbacks of life has really, if we really just took the time and removed the emotions and took a logical approach or a logical look at what has happened to us and what is happening to us, We will analyze and break, be able to break it down into small cracks. I don't know if you've ever seen a small crack in a cement or a small crack in a wall, and it starts off small. And if we don't take the proper measures to correct the small crack, the crack can can become bigger and bigger. And what I understand and what I've understood through life is, is that a lot of times in life, those small cracks can be easily repaired, but a lot of times they go unimpaired because they, we just believe that we're going to get through it, which we will, but we first need to address that small crack. That's why I opened up with one of these three secret, uh, Value points that really spoke to me was the ambition to push forward. And I use the word ambition because a lot of times you're not going to have the willpower. You're not going to have the encouragement. You're not even going to have the drive. And that's why I think ambition is so amazing. I think it's amazing because you got to be in a place where you said, no matter what, I don't care what has happened. Or is happening around me, I have to keep going regardless, even if I don't feel like doing it. You know, a lot of times we have that. I don't feel like doing it. And then we wonder why we're a day late or a day short or a dollar short on our dreams and, vi- and vision. We have to want to want more. We have to want to need more. We have to understand that we have people looking at us and looking upon us to count on us to be the great ones we've been destined to be. A lot of people give up because of how hard it gets. And I don't blame them because it is hard. It is challenging, especially when you are someone that is creating content, especially if you're a single mother, especially if you're a single dad, especially if you are on a job that does not recognize you as significantly valued, especially if you are hit by death or you're hit by sickness. I understand, family. I've lived it all, but I'm still living. Meaning that this is a upward journey, meaning that the journey sometimes is not for the faint of heart, as they would say. I don't know how many things that I've quit on or how many things I've started and I stopped. I don't know how many things that I had that mentality mentality of I wish it didn't go this way or I hoped it would have went better than this. But then as I look back on these wishes and hopes, majority of that was in my hand. I asked myself, well, why did you quit E.D.? What, what what made you start and then stopped? And see, the reason why I started and stopped, it wasn't because I didn't know any better. It wasn't because I didn't believe I could do it. It was just, do I really want to do it? And what's the purpose of doing it anyway? Is anyone paying attention? I still can remember that first day when I had made up my mind and this was the first stage or the first step in my, in my journey of never giving up in my career. You see, I went for the interview and while at the interview, I was told, you know, we like everything. We, we love the discussion, but we're not sure that you may be a fit for us. Now, with a confusion mind, I'm trying to understand then why did you even call me in here and why am I here today speaking with you? If you felt that we weren't a fit from the beginning, you had my resume, you've talked to me over the phone. We had a conversation that was enlightening and just enjoying. But now you felt that we are not a fit. Hmm. How many times have you been told family you're not a fit? And at that time, emotions kicked in before logic could even set in. And what I what I was emotional about was I was saying, this is not fair. How come I'm not a fit for this organization? You said everyone on your team enjoyed our conversation. You even enjoyed. But now I'm not a fit. Then why did you call me in? And see, after a while, when I look back at that that situation, it was really, truly a blessing. You see, it was a blessing. And this is what I share a lot of times when people ask me about career advice, about the reason why it's important that you take when you're going for you're looking for a job and you take interviews on on jobs that maybe you didn't even really want but you want to hear the dialogue that is going on in the community. You want to understand the reason or what they're looking for, because maybe you were at a job one, two, three years, or even longer than that. And a lot of times when you're in that situation, a lot of the conversations have changed. A lot of the, the, what they're looking for has, has changed. And at that point I had to realize that, Since that was the case, I needed to change the way that I looked at or how I approached the interview or how I approached the the hiring manager, because evidently there was a disconnect that I missed. And a lot of times, family, when we don't when we when we allow our emotions to to interrupt our logical thinking, we can miss the point. And. Why I understand it's very important to embrace those distractions is because if we don't embrace those distractions, we're fighting too many fights. My mother would always tell me, son, you have to pick and choose your battles. You can't always win the battle. Think and focus on the war and the war at hand is what is your end goal? What is your end game? Your end game is if it's for a job, you want the job. The job for you is serving as a means to take care of you and your family. The small cracks of life. See, family, I don't know if you've ever had any setbacks. I'm only assuming that you have. I'm only assuming that you've had things that you had planned and it didn't go according to plan. You <laughs> the and, <laughs> and the pay <laughs> for and then when you got there and you realize this opportunity is not what it was on paper or what they deemed it was going to be. And then you have to you start questioning yourself and saying, Why me? And then the victim mentality kicks in and then when that kicks in, now you're at a standstill, then when you're in a standstill, I love what Les Brown talks about. He says He put on his hazards and then he parked. A lot of times, family, when we hit setbacks or we get distracted or we get pulled in a different direction, we have a tendency to put on our hazards and and then we park. And when we park, we don't make any movement. See, there's sometimes it's good to park because your heat, your your engine may be overheating. And because it's overheating, you may need time to decompress so you can think about your next move so you can allow yourself to move away from the emotions and and look at the big picture and not what's going on in fr- in front of you or even what's going on inside of you you can understand that there's more to life than what's going on right now and because you know that this vision that you're going for the this belief that you have that you are unwilling to give up or give in until you go to to you achieve and until you taste it maybe I'm going I'm getting a little too excited here family let me slow down What I'm saying, family, is that in order to not allow the setbacks of life to disrupt you in a way that you give in, you have to find out what am I learning from this setback? How am I growing through this setback? No, I didn't plan for this to happen. I had planned on a bigger picture to, to be here sooner than I am now. I didn't plan to do a podcast but it was through the course through through a course that I actually went through that forced me to to do this I didn't plan to go into project management, but when I was told I couldn't get into project management, it forced me to get into project management. If you get what I'm saying, what I mean by that is a lot of times, family, those nose are are a test. The, the setback is a test, a test to see. Your will. It's a test to see your determination. It's a test to see if you really have the drive and the focus and the discipline to do what they said you couldn't do, to do what they said that wasn't possible. That's why I'm always believing, and that's why I know. Family, the biggest things what stops us is what stops you and what stops me is the limited beliefs. And once we get to a point where we say we're breaking these limited beliefs, there's nothing that anyone can say to us or about us or against us that's going to prevent us from moving forward. And sometimes they'll do it in a subtle way. They'll say, you sure you want to do that? I don't know if that would be a good fit for you. Are you positive that this is what you think your purpose is? And when you have those days when you just don't feel like doing something on on your vision or dream or when you have those days that you feel like, ah, you know, maybe I don't have the right information and let me go back and work on it some more. And then those 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 conversations, those exterior conversations creep in and when they creep in they get inside of you. And when they're inside of you, now the war has really begun. or excuse me, let's take a step back. The battle has really begun. See, the battle is, is, is really testing you to say, you remember what that person said that, Asking you, should you do this? Because now you're weak. You're not strong into as far as when you first started. You know, when you first started, you were on fire. You already knew it wasn't anything that anybody can tell you. You were marching forward with your back, with your back up, up. I mean, standing tall with your eyes so focused that. You didn't. It didn't matter what was going on around you. But now you're being distracted by everything and you're confused and you're trying to figure out, should I keep going? Well, I'm here to tell you, I am here to let you know, keep going. As we know and as we learned before, the excitement about learning when to pivot. There's a lot of times that we have to pivot in life and those pivots is not a bad thing. See, there's a difference between pivoting and giving up. See, when you pivot, it's just a simple gesture of, okay, now I'm going this way and instead of going the other way versus when you give up, you're just saying that, you know what? I just can't do this. And I always ask people or I always question what makes the great great, what makes those successful successful? And it keeps coming back to that to that will to that to that fire and drive of people saying what they couldn't do what they told them that they couldn't do and just imagine just being by yourself and you knowing and thinking are they are they right are they accurate maybe i can't do this maybe i should give up see that's why i think the small cracks of life are are really what, what what really burdens us. It's not it's not the big things. It's the small little things that people say about us, and they may not even know what we've been doing as far as practicing. They may not even know what we're doing.